talk about how we met. We're going to talk about where we were before we were together. We're going to talk about how we found each other. And then we're going to be talking about future, where we're headed. Hashtag future. <laughs> Hashtag future. Where we're going. Hey everyone, it's Jesse Lee. And Alexander Lozenko. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to Power, Power Couple, Couple Radio. Radio. On this podcast, you're going to get practical tips. On real ways to improve your relationship and build lasting love. It's real. It's raw. It's, it's us. us. Be sure to subscribe and tune in to new episodes regularly to follow our journey. And don't forget to leave a review, share on social media, and tell a friend. The story begins. Oh. Story time. In Ukraine. In Ukraine. <laughs> Let's go all the way back, okay? I think it's important though. <laughs> what is? Like where you came from. Okay. Oh, my story? Well, not all of it, but like, I don't know. You're not American and we met in America. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so um, let me tell you how I ended up in America, okay? <laughs> so basically, uh, so ever since I was little, it's it's pretty much mandatory to learn English in Ukraine. And so I was learning English since I was five, and my dad was very uh, strict with me about English. Like, he didn't care about anything. Like, he didn't care about any grades that I brought home but English, okay? And so basically, he was, he was giving me, like, a whole bunch of things to read, a whole bunch of things to... Uh, study and stuff like that and uh, you know I was I was just doing what he was telling me to do and then I got an opportunity because I was the one to take an action on it uh, I got an opportunity to go and visit the United States and so when I was 11 years old I visited the US for the first time I went to Rochester New York uh, to visit my dad's friend for the summer and to kind of get a feel of the culture, get a feel of what it's like to live here, um, and then learn English, you know, and actually practice it with um, Americans. And so after that first summer uh, in the U.S., I was I was just blown away by everything because it's it's very different. Like everything is different. I've never even been to Rochester, so I don't even know what that's like. I mean, it's. It's a lot like here, just different climate, and I mean, that's cool. Rochester is cool. Okay. <laughs> we should go. Okay. Yeah, we should go drive by that, by his house. Okay. So, anyways, uh, so after that summer, my dad is picking me up from the airport, and uh, the first thing I told him was, and I was 11 years old, first thing I said, I said, Dad, I... I loved it there and one day when I grow up I'm gonna move to the US and marry an American girl and build a family there and so I you know I was 11 years old I had no idea like how it was gonna happen or even if it was gonna happen and so anyways fast forward to when I was 18 um, I, was, I was 19 I got married to an American girl. Uh, we got married in Ukraine, and then uh, she was in school, so she wasn't gonna come to Ukraine. And I ended up coming to the U.S. and uh, yeah, and kind of building, building that relationship. But then uh, five years into it, 
long story short, we ended up getting divorced and um, yeah, and, and then this is where this amazing woman came, came through. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyways, that's kind of the story, you know, that like, I, I feel like I manifested, like I didn't know, obviously, you know, there was no plan or anything like that. And by just saying it and wanting it bad enough, I manifested like me coming here. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'm not from here either. Like I'm not from Texas. I'm from Maryland. And we're actually really excited about this podcast because both of us, um, we have very different backgrounds, but we are both very developed in general. And we want to share our relationship with you because even just a few months in, it's just so much different, but like development wise, I guess I would say. Um, and we want to share what's going on in our life and what's working uh, with us. We're both divorced. We both um, I don't know, some people might not think they're messy divorces, some people might, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but we've both been through like a lot. And so we've both lived a lot of life in our, um, our short lives. Um, and so I think we have a lot of wisdom to share with people um, in regards to relationships and looking for a partner, finding a partner, and then developing that relationship is really what this podcast is going to be about. So I'm from Maryland, a really small country town. We're both from, um, we both grew up with not a lot of stuff and both of us actually see that as a huge reason for our successes. Um, I don't think either, I really like you'll hear through the podcast, but our we're aligned everywhere, which is really nice, but financial alignment is really cool. Um, both of us have really big visions. Um, and I, we didn't, I didn't even realize this until a few weeks ago, but he said something about, Oh, I don't really spend a lot of money on stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you really don't. And neither do I, because I've been in relationships before where I was the main breadwinner and, um, I would get frustrated because my partner would like overspend a bunch of what I viewed more so as my money than our money. And I guess that's another thing we can definitely talk about is more of the inclusive are we us instead of um, kind of like bogarting like, oh, this is mine, this is mine, this is mine, that's yours. Um, I think that that's important that you you share a lot. Um, and I don't feel like that with, with you. I don't know if I really expressed that to you or not. So, um, but anyway, so. Um, yeah, so I came from Maryland and my story for Texas was I actually came here for the first time about seven years ago uh, for a company event. So I was in direct sales at the time. I wasn't a network marketer yet, but I came to Dallas, Texas. And I remember getting off the airplane and being like, oh my gosh, I'm going to live there someday. Like, I love it. The first real car I saw when I pulled up at the hotel we stayed at was a giant obnoxious lifted truck and this typical cowboy stepped out like, well, stereotypical I should say because they don't really, they're not really like that. <laughs> he gets out of his giant lifted truck and he's got this huge belt buckle and he's got the cowboy hat he's got the really tight jeans and I'm like, oh my gosh, we are not in Maryland anymore. Um, and I just loved it. I loved the energy of the city. Um, I just loved the people. I loved the culture. It was like the very much so yes ma'am no ma'am um, a lot of respect and I was raised by my grandparents and so um, I have a lot of that like older generation in me and so I, I just loved it here and I said I'm gonna live there someday and I tried to move here a few times um, I tried to move here by myself didn't work out I tried to move here with my ex-husband didn't work out two houses fell through it's like the universe God but if you believe in was kind of like yeah no it's not your time yet um, and I never even really looked at Frisco at all, which is specifically where we live. And um, I, I guess in November, I had a house again fall through. 
looked at a, or maybe not November, it was October or something. Um, and then my divorce was in the process of finalizing as well. And uh, December or maybe mid-November or something, another, when the house fell through in October, a house popped up, the castle that I'm in right now, and right away I submitted an application. Like two minutes later, I'm approved. I'm like, I don't, sight unseen. Um, I was just like, yes, that's my house. Hired movers, moved down here. Um, and then just so, and then I started asking around for gyms and stuff like that, which will get into how we met each other. Um, but I, you know, I kept, people kept saying, oh, go to 24 hour fitness, go to whatever. And I was like, they're like 13 minutes from my house. It's like really far, which is like <laughs> not that far, but, um, you kind of get spoiled when you have like your own cardio machines and stuff. And I was pretty much around the corner from my gym in Maryland. And then I talked to, um, one of the co-owners of my company. And he said, oh, well, you should, you know, how far from the star are you? I'm like, I don't know, like a mile. He's like, they have like the best gym. And I'm like, okay. And so I ended up getting um, a membership. Uh, no, I didn't get a membership. This is, now I'm lying. I'm lying on podcast. This is so bad. No. Uh, but the, the owner of, um, the one of the owners of our company, he's like, you should become a member of Cowboys Club because, um, you know, you, you should, you should run in that circle. It's all the who's who's of Dallas. It's all the super powerful people in Dallas. You're one of them. Like you you belong there and you don't know anyone here. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I don't know anybody. Cause I moved to Texas. I didn't know. People are asking, Oh, like, did you know him? Is that... No, we didn't swipe right on Tinder. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that too. Uh, but he's like, you really should go to, you should, you should apply to be a member of Cowboy Club. I'll, I'll be one of your recommendations or whatever. I said, okay, cool. So they let me in. <laughs> Um, and when you are a member of Cowboy Club, which is like, it's the Dallas Cowboys private country club, basically. Yes. Um, you get a membership to Cowboy Fit, which is like attached in the same building at the star. And so I had a really stressful evening, like really stressful. My ex-husband pulled some shenanigans and I was not happy about it. And so very late night, um, I went to work out and that's when we had our first conversation. Yeah. So let me kind of give you a backstory on like how I see like how I see you coming into my world yeah this okay. is really cool uh, and so 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 I've been like first 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 time I got involved in network marketing and this is not a, about network marketing at all oh. but 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 it is you know it's very uh, connected to it but anyway so First time I got involved, I uh, I was seeing all these all these girls. I was seeing all these ladies like walk on stage and present and just like just crush it, you know, and, and empower people and dominate uh, in that in that world. And uh, and it's not to talk bad about my ex, but. You know, and this is something that I was wanting in my life. I, w I was seeing all these guys there's, you know, that have these women who want to like build their dreams together and they, you know, who want to grow and who want to, uh, you know, help other people and present on stages and do all kinds of stuff like that. And it's always been like, I've always wanted to like, to like, you know, for, for my uh, partner to, do that you know what I mean like I've, I've always like dreamed of this woman who like we you know we wake up and like we we go and crush it together you know what I mean and so in my previous marriage 
it was or in my only marriage it was <laughs> it was not that way right and so uh, I like that languaging <laughs> <laughs> And so, uh, <clears throat> so anyway, so I, it was always in my mind and I'm in love with network marketing industry and just what you can do with it. And it, I just believe that it's the only way, it's the only way you can come in with nothing and, you know, just go as far as you, you as far as you want to and just build as big as you want. So anyways, so fast track, um, I'm 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 working I'm at work I valet in the garage at the uh, Cowboys Club, and um, so I think it was May 10th that it was the first time when I saw you. Mm -hmm. uh, and well, first I, I saw I saw a car I saw this Porsche with MLM Boss license plate. Okay, and I was like, hmm, this is kind of a bold statement. <laughs> and, and so I was curious who was, you know, who, who is this MLM boss, you know, who is this person? And so I was waiting to see who gets in the car. And so it was, a, I think it was a Friday. Yeah, it was a Friday, May 10th. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm just working and I see this girl walk out with, with, another guy and they're talking they're busy so I you know and I, I actually I didn't know that it was you that was getting in the car but anyways so they're walking out and I was like oh you know they're talking so I won't stop her and you know talk and whatever and so funny enough next day <laughs> turns out that she was having a stressful night stressful uh, conversation and whatever and uh, next day, May 11th, she comes in, she did the same Porsche pulls into the same exact spot. <laughs> I'm a creature rabbit, okay? I always park there. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool, this is the time. So she walks out of the car, just casually walking into the door <laughs> and trying to walk to the door. And uh, I was like, hey, what, what company are you a part of? He right? stopped me. <laughs> Yeah, what a millennial you're in, and she goes, uh, well, guess, and and I guessed, and I was, and I guessed, you know, correct. How did you know? I yeah. said. And uh, I can't remember the exact conversation, but you know, I so I've heard of of our company like two years prior, at least two years prior, because. Russell Brunson is, anyways, I, I don't know if I should be talking about this on here, but Russell Brunson is involved uh, or was involved uh, into it at, at a certain level. And I'm a fan of Russell Brunson, by the way. Uh, and anyway, so I knew about the company and I've been looking into it and I even tried the products before, uh, before we, uh, you know, before we met. And I tried the products, you know, at one of the events just a few months before we met. But anyway, so we talked for like 45 minutes and uh, it just like, it just felt, there, there was, 45 you know, th minutes. this like spark of, you know, we felt the spark. And uh, of course, as a professional network marketer, Jesse Lee, uh, gave me a, um, 
a sample. She gave me her favorite flavor. You did. And she says that she doesn't give away product for free. Okay, so <laughs> I felt special already as it was. And uh, and then she told me she would follow up and, and ask how it was, you know, how, how it tasted and whatnot. Yeah. And so... But it was not a normal conversation. It was Like, not. it was 45 minutes long, and I was like, he was mentioning stuff like, oh, like, on Monday, I have a court date. I'm like, oh, that's it. That's okay. Okay, whatever. He's like, yeah, I'm getting divorced. I'm like, oh, okay. This is, this is an interesting first conversation. And then I don't know why, but I said I to him. I said that next day, I thought. I know. You definitely said it that first day. Really? Yeah. Because okay. that was our only conversation. Yeah. And then he said, um, and then I said, for some reason, like his name tag says Alex, and it's spelled like an American Alex. It's spelled A-L-E-X. Well, that's not even remotely how you spell his name, FYI. <laughs> so we'll go there in a second. But for some reason, I don't know why, God, the universe, whatever you want to believe in, like, because we'll talk about this, but I swear to you, we manifested each other. I'm like, you're not even from here. Where are you from? And he's like, what? How do you know that? Kind of like I said, how do you know my company? Like we were both kind of... Like, huh? Hmm? Um, and he says, I said, he goes, no, I'm, I'm from Ukraine. And I or Ukraine, how, how he says it. I said Ukraine. He probably said, oh, Ukraine. <laughs> no, yeah, he probably said just Ukraine. Um, and I said, oh, okay. I said, so your name's not even Alex. It's probably Alexander with an O. And he was like, what? <laughs> And so, because he has no accent, as you can obviously hear on here. There's a few words you'll hear, and it's super cute, and I love it. Like, I love when he talks to Alexa. Say Alexa. Alexa. Alexa, <laughs> turn on the music, man. That sounds Jamaican. <laughs> but I love it. I love when he has an accent, but he hardly does. Um, so props to his dad yes, for all the thank English. You. Thank you, Dad. Um, but I just knew. I don't know. He, does, he doesn't really look American to me. I don't know if that makes any sense. Uh, but I knew right away. I was like, there's something. But the first conversation, like, I lo kept looking. Okay, well, he. I kept looking at, like, my phone. Like, I would glance at my phone and be like, wow, this is a long conversation. I and mean, even in that first 45 minutes, because there was another valley working, you could tell the other valley was kind of like, this is weird. Like, why are they talking for so long? And the other valley kept, like, going further and further away from us. Um, and just kind of letting us have our conversation. And then he tagged me on Instagram, which I didn't notice until I got upstairs to the gym. And I was working out, and my workout was only like 15 minutes long. <laughs> she got kicked out of the gym. I got kicked out of the gym. And I uh, came back down, he's like, oh, you're not even sweating. I'm like, I got kicked out of the gym. <laughs> Excuse me, it's closed. And so that was, yeah. So that was that night. And then, and so next day, um, what was it? It was... Kabu. It was some kind of... Uh, a festival. It was like Father's Day or Mother's Day? Maybe Mother's Day. Mother's Day. I think May it was 12, Mother's Day. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. It was Mother's Day. It was? Pretty sure. So anyways, um, so I was visiting my in-laws and... Yeah, it was Mother's Day. Yeah. I remember because I, I, uh, I brought some flowers for my mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I was visiting my in-laws and uh, I did try I did try the product. I did try the Eclipse mm -hmm. uh, ketones and uh, sure enough, she's a professional network marketer and she followed up with me. She's like, how, you know, how, how did it go? Messaged me on Instagram and, uh, and I was like, well, what's great, but uh, my favorite is still Splash. Okay, and so... And then she said, then we won't fight, we won't fight over ketones. 
that's for sure, something like that. And that word we just threw me off. I was like, oh, okay, we, we're talking we now. So I pattern interrupted him. Yeah. And I remember, well, I remember typing it because I always try to type with intention. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hmm, do I send this or? Yeah, I'm gonna send it. I wanna see what he says. I remember reading it. I was like, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah. It, it was like a huge pattern interrupt. But like, I will say, um, and like this podcast will never be about bashing our exes or anything no, like that because it just all. doesn't matter and I think we're both really grateful for everything we've been through. Um, like I remember when I met him and in our first conversation I was like he was so sad. Like his energy was very sad and he's a super positive person anyway. Like our conversation was great. Um, he was very upbeat during it, but I could just feel that he was going through something even before he had mentioned that, oh yeah, in two days I'm going to court and getting divorced. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I don't know why I threw the pattern interrupt in so soon, <laughs> but I was like, ah, let's just see, let's be a little forward about it. Yeah. So. so she invited me to come hang out at the, uh, at the festival and it was getting kind of late and I was like, oh, I have an early appointment in the morning to go get divorced and uh yeah and so basically we we message each other on instagram like non-stop non-stop for the next two days and uh yeah and then on monday so i i record interviews with talented people and basically just kind of you know interview them and ask them and kind of share help them share their message, help them share what they know, uh, and help my audience learn. And so I was, I was interested in, in doing an interview. I was interested in, uh, kind of picking Jason Lee's brain. Um, but I was also interested in hearing the story, you know, her, her story of success and her story, just kind of where, where she came from. And, uh, so I asked for an interview. I, I think I was, uh, I, I awarded it somehow, I can't remember. But like he's so good at asking questions. <laughs> like we'll talk about this in this podcast, but he pre-qualified me so hard and like vice yeah. versa. Like he would ask very deep questions over and over to the point where I said to him, I was like, you're asking really, really good questions. Like they weren't just surface level things. And so if you're looking for a partner, I guess one of my big tips would be stop being fluffy about it. Like mm -hmm. I don't like you, so many people are like, oh, I don't really know if this is like what it's like dating anymore. I don't know. Cause I'm not like the dating app kind of person, but it's like, I feel like things are so surface level. Like, Oh, like, you know, really stupid sexual questions that don't matter. Maybe like, that's not a qualifying question or, um, you know, things like, Oh yeah. So like, what's your job? Like generally speaking, stuff like that doesn't matter. Like it would be better to ask, like he, he asked questions like, well, what are you passionate about? Like that's way better than that's visionary. Right. Instead of just saying, Oh, like, Oh, I, yeah, like I do network marketing and I own businesses and I invest like that's that's not who I am. So if he had just said, oh, like, what's your job or what's your profession? Like, that's not a pre-qualifying question. Right. Um, but deeper questions, I would really suggest doing instead of just this fluff. Like it doesn't really like some of you are asking questions like, oh, like, well, how many siblings do you have? Like stuff like that just doesn't matter in your first conversation. Yet in my experience, what I'm noticing is a lot of my friends um, and maybe even in my past, like those are the kinds of questions that, because you're not really taught to ask matter, good questions, yeah. but those are the questions that people are asking each other and then they're shocked when it's like, you finally meet the person and you're excited because you're physically attracted to them and you're just like, ugh, 
Yeah. Like, ugh, there's nothing here. Like, there's nothing. Oh, I'm touching his head. You can't. You can't hear that. Like, there's nothing in this brain. Like, there's nothing that I want to. Ugh. And so the more he asked, very like not intrusive. That's not the right word either. But he asked so many probing questions where it, I couldn't just answer with one word. I couldn't just whatever. And I even remember. I don't remember what the question was, but you asked some question where I said some, I responded with like. That's not a quick answer. Like I have to, because I was kind of like on the go, and yeah. I was like, I need to elaborate. I'll elaborate on that later. It's yeah. a really good question. Yeah. But before he even asked, oh, can I interview you? Or before he even said, like before we ever really, like I knew I was attracted to him because he's gorgeous, but I didn't know like. I mean, there. I don't know. Like, and it felt different from the get-go. Like that first forty-five minute conversation. I went upstairs. I got in the elevator to go up to the gym, and I, I was in the elevator, kind of like. What just happened like what was that but I didn't really think anything about it you know like I wasn't like oh and then from there like he said we texted for two straight days and mm -hmm. then by that point I had answered 150 questions I think <laughs> so good and, and with every question that I was asking like she was she was answering like the question and I was asking about stuff like you know what kind of books you like or like what kind of things you like to learn about and stuff like that and like she was just asking, answering the, all those things, and I was like, "This is this is literally me. Like this is what I like." And you know, we were talking about spirituality and stuff like that. We we're talking about like love languages and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. and I was like, "This is so like crazy." And you know, and and it felt like it was it was a game. You know, it felt like you know you were just playing. <laughs> <laughs> It really felt like that for like a while because it was, yeah. it's been very, like, I don't say this to be like, oh, we're so in love. Yeah. Like it, it has felt so effortless, which is the wrong word because we put effort into our relationship every day, yes. but it has felt so effortless from the second we, st we started talking. Mm -hmm. And I'm really grateful we're recording the podcast now very early in our relationship. Technically, I say technically early because I feel like we've known each other for like generations, yeah. but, um, like, I'm really grateful because I feel like a lot of times you don't document things that are important. Like we have, and we'll get into this in a second, but we have our first one-on-one -on -one meeting yeah, first, like, on video. Like we yeah. have our first real conversation. Um, and so even in that conversation in my house, which we'll get to, I remember being like, is he for freaking real right now? Like this guy's gotta be joking. Like he's no, like people, you don't have conversations like this with people like, <laughs> the whole time. And then I'm like trying to figure out how old he is the whole time. So I'm like, I <laughs> but even like questions like it like we were just so aligned on so many different things that probably like a month and a half into this um i don't know if i i think one of us asked i remember who asked it but one of us said like is this serious like yeah are you joking yeah so at first like again you know i was i was literally 40 hours before my divorce court and in my mind i'm like i'm about to get divorced and I'm not looking for any kind of relationship whatsoever. Like I want to just focus on me and that's what I've been doing in the, you know, in the last two and a half months. And I just wanted to focus on, you know, developing myself and just like kind of having that single lifestyle, whatnot. And like, there was no, like, I wasn't looking for anything, right? Neither were you. No, and like I had just been cheated it. on. Like, oh my gosh, like we just, we talked about that in our first conversation yeah. too. And I was like, no, like I'm good. And yeah, we had a conversation. It was just three weeks into us, whatever. But I said something like, 
uh, to see, I was trying to like find out where he was too, I guess. But I said something like, I like how casual this is. Like, I'm not ready for whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was like, or maybe it was vice versa. I don't remember how it went. And he was like, yeah, me either. This is perfect. This is perfect like, how yeah. it is. Like yeah. no title. No, cause you got like, cause my followers were messaging me like, oh, who's the guy in the stories? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, he's really cute. Like, oh, you went live together. Like, oh yeah, like you look really happy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh no, no, it's nothing. He just videotapes me sometimes and takes some photos and he's got great energy and like, no, that's it. And I said it for like, and I was just like, so we had, we were like, oh no, this is great. This is fine. Yeah. And it was like, it's just so funny, but it's almost like we had that conversation. And then the next day it was like, boom, we're going on dates or like, it was just, it's funny yeah, how that happens. It was, it was crazy. But like a lot of, again, like a lot of those things that we were talking about, it was, there was just so much alignment in like everything. And it's like, like how do you, like you don't, you don't know. I don't know like you like for, for you know for for you guys who who are out there and looking for your loved one right looking for your second half or partner or whatever you want to call it right like you don't know the person you know until you 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 get around them and like be with them for for a while but I just I just know that it's so important for for you to ask questions it's so important to communicate from the get-go because like you know i um i have this guy on my facebook who um who's doing like dating advice right and he's giving you know dating you know dating advice and coaching whatever to these guys and he's asking you know what what kind of questions or like he's talking about what kind of uh things you would be talking about on the first date or something like that and uh and you know and i told i, I listed out literally like 10 15 questions of like pre-qualifying questions because if i'm not feeling it on a first date then there is no point to go further does that make sense if mm -hmm. if there is not you know if there's nothing that is interesting you know that nothing that catches your attention on on you know in the first real conversation then there's no no point to you know for the second day to even happen yeah but so that many people sense. make that mistake is they're like oh i can turn this person into who i want them to be like yeah. i think a lot of the times you get into desperation mode maybe you're listening to this and you're like that's me right now like you know like follow your intuition you know if this is like the right person or you maybe you don't know if it's the right person but you know if it's the wrong person and so i think a lot of times you get into that desperation mode or i'm lonely or i'm not happy like happiness does not come from external sources no. happiness needs to come from within like you yes. need to become a whole person before you try to have somebody complete you and i hope you hear that and you like hear my heart with it because i don't mean it to be aggressive i mean it because so many people are out there like broken or bent humans and it's like instead just of hoping for someone yeah, to come in exactly and yeah and instead of like developing themselves them and loving themselves and making themselves a quite frankly worthy person of being uh, being with they're trying to be you're, they're trying to find somebody to be the tape like the duct tape mm -hmm. to fix their wound and that's not fair to either you or them and so um those questions are really important because they should allow you to find what I call red flags. And I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt, like where you're like, oh, it's not that bad that they said this, or mm -hmm. oh, it's okay that they whatever. Like when you hear those things, it's not. Like we'll talk about manifesting a partner in a minute, but like I really feel like when you hear those things that you're just like, this is not okay, 
Like what a lot of people do is they just go, oh, they can change, or yeah. oh, this I'll just, just ignore they, that. Oh yeah, this is how, just how they feel right now. Yeah, right now they're acting like this or yeah. whatever. And and then there's times when like a situation, like you're with somebody, and then maybe they've put on a fake front, which is why we had that discussion a few yeah. like a month and a half in, where we're like, is this for real? Like, mm -hmm. are you messing with me, Alexander? <laughs> um, and be because I don't, I didn't want him to change as a person. I didn't want to fall in love with this man, and then. Like, I mean, it's the only one that's coming to my mind. Unfortunately, this has happened to him. Well, fortunately, actually, it's happened to him. But, like, say we talk about having children, which we have, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, my gosh, like, we're going to have big boys and whatever. And then what happens if I'm madly in love with him and in two, three years, months, whatever, doesn't matter. Like, he's like, oh, I decided I no longer want to be a father. Yeah. And I'm, like, some of you literally take that and you're like, oh, that's terrible. Okay, but I really love him. I'm going to make it work. Mm -hmm. Like, you need to understand what makes you happy as a whole person before you try to turn two, two already holes into whatever. Like, I think it needs to be two whole people that come together instead of two halves making a hole. That doesn't make sense yes. to me. And relationships don't need to be this 50-50 stuff. Like, you need to both be 100% in in whatever it is you're doing. Like, you need to determine what's important to you, and then you need to go all in. Um, I don't know. I'm on a tangent now, but I really feel I like it. I, <laughs> it, yeah. I really feel like you need to look out, like pay attention to the red fat fights. Pay attention when your friends are like, dude, like Sasha's kind. Of, oh well, well I don't really. I like when I call you Sasha. <laughs> like he, like he, uh, he's kind of weird. Like his what? Like let's say you bring him around friends. I'm very quick to bring people around friends because I want them to be like, oh no. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Because sometimes you get caught up in, like, the romance or the yeah, lust yeah, like, or whatever. It's, it's like a filter. It's like mm -hmm. you, you rose-colored glasses. Filter. Yeah, rose-colored glasses. And everything seems so, so good. And so the, so you're not paying attention to the details. You're not paying attention to, like, um, what's the word? Like, you're not, you're, you're letting things slip, if that makes sense. Does 100%, that, you know yes. what I mean? Yeah. So, cause like your friends will be like, wow, that was ignorant what they did. Or wow, why are they behaving like that? Or like, Hey, Jesse Lee, you would never be with somebody like that. So why are you? Yeah. Because they're not, they're not attached to what we have here. Right. So from day one, like you guys kept seeing him in my stories and stuff because he was, we literally have spent no joke, like every day together since the interview, which we'll talk about in a minute. Cause we <laughs> go back to it, but like he's been here every day or I've been with him every day. Like seriously, the whole time. I'm not like, <laughs> I love it so much. I'm such an independent person and I'm like, no, come back. Um, <laughs> um, and that was actually when I knew that this was like, this was it. I was in Atlanta on business, like, I don't know, a month and a half ago or something. And, or however long ago it was, maybe more, I don't know. And I was like so frustrated that I wasn't with him or that he wasn't with me. Like it was really bothering me. And I'm not that person, like I'm super. It was only like two days. I hate this like I like I found my partner I don't want to be like I don't I don't know like I don't want to be away from him and then it's not in a codependent way because we're great we're great on our own like I'm happy when I'm on my own yeah. but I just feel like we're so good together like our energy is just even better together and um, and like with the attention of stuff like this is just another random example but if you're in a relationship like be in the relationship you shouldn't need all kinds of outside validation from people so it's been kind of funny for us because i have a lot of men that are like in my dms like 
it's funny because you get in a relationship and you're open about it and then I don't know where the vultures come from I'm sure women do it too but it's like now you're up in my DM like can you like like inappropriately well it's 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 you know how humans are like we we, we want what we you want can't to, have. yeah we want to have more <laughs> of what we can't have yeah you know I mean? so it's been like crazy and there was like this one very direct message and I sent something back that was very direct and he was just like I really love that you did that and I'm like I don't need attention from other people like I want you so I guess that's another like relationship tip or whatever is stop trying to get attention from outside sources especially if you're trying to build a relationship like you shouldn't be flirting back with people you shouldn't be giving people breadcrumbs and I would always I, I would just challenge you to say like if your partner had full access to your phone and they read every conversation and I don't even want to hear the excuses like if they're looking for something they'll find something I don't even know that I believe in that like because if you're not flirting at all, it should look like a platonic message, mm -hmm. you know? And so, and like he has access to all my stuff. He helps me a lot with business anyway, but either way, I would be very, I mean, I'm comfortable with, which is weird too. I don't really like people on my phone, but I like, I don't care at all. Um, but my point just being like, be all in with your relationship. Yeah. Quit like, whatever. Stop looking, you know? Like if, if you, if you found someone, then that's it. Like stop looking, you know what I mean? Like, because if you're looking, you will find. Right. If you're asking, if you're asking, you will will get the answer, right. And so, if if you're for real and like you will feel, you will feel when, when it's the one. Does that make sense? And then, also something I wanted to share is like. I think it was like, two or three weeks, maybe two. Anyways, somewhere there, two three weeks into, our. Uh, all right, Wookie. <laughs> Into our, we weren't dating yet, mm -hmm. but I was, I was uh, sharing, I was sharing about you with my mom, and she's like, you know, who's that lady? And I'm like, I was like, mm, I might date her. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> and and she's like, my mom over, you know, over a picture, she was like, she's pretty and it feels like she's the one. And I was like, hmm, that's weird because my mom said that. You know what I mean? And I was like, my mom doesn't know you. My mom doesn't know like, like none of the conversation that we had. And the fact that she's saying she's, she was like, it just feels like she's the one. And I was like, hmm, wow. I remember where you were when you told me that. We were down in the kitchen. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> So like you, what I'm saying is like, you will feel it, right? You will feel the right person. You will, you, because you will be aligned on so many things, not like physical attraction is great, right? But all there's- Like there's have you lot, seen this man? Oh my God, it's gorgeous. <laughs> there's so much more to it though. Does that make sense? Yes, like 100%. there's, it's like, it's almost like you should just go and have a blindfolded date, right? And really, really talk on like deep stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, the visual component, the visual component, like, keeps your, keeps you unfocused. Yeah. The, you know? Well, I kind of joke around sometimes. I'm like, there's no such thing as a sexy 90 year old. Like people are so focused on the exterior mm -hmm. and they're not working at all on their interior. Yeah. Granted, you're attractive. I'm attractive. Inside. But like inside is even more attractive. Yeah. Like when he started talking, I was just like, oh my gosh. Like I love watching his live videos. I love listening to him talk. I love like I, one of our first things that I still remember 
um, a friend of a friend of well ours now, a friend of ours, Sydney, was having a really rough time, probably like two three weeks into us dating or mm. talking or whatever, and he and we were in my kitchen and like she needed coaching through stuff, so I was coaching her through her through a really rough time, um, and then he actually gave feedback, and I remember I remember I know myself and I know in the past if somebody had done that. I would be like, shut up. Like, this is not your conversation. Like, she doesn't know you. You're not offering value. Like, I just, I know myself. Like, I know that's how I would have behaved in the past. And he offered her such good advice. And I sat there and I'm like, oh my God, like, that's my man. Like, I was like, oh, it's so impressive, you know? But, you know, just letting people have, you know, their space to thrive, I think is super important. But his inside is just as beautiful as his exterior, which is important. So, Thanks, all right. Babe. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Mm. So, you asked if you could interview me. Yeah, so I asked for an interview. And she was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And, and so... I said, when? Yeah, she said, when? And I was like, you know, whenever. I'm open tonight. And... Yeah, after work. You said, I I'm open tonight after work. No, I wasn't. It was Monday. I wasn't working. Oh, okay. But I was, I was doing something. Oh, yeah. But anyways, um, and it was kind of getting a little bit later and I still had to go get a haircut and so uh, it wasn't going to happen outside because it was getting dark and uh, and I said something we need or you said we need to find a place with good lighting or whatnot. Well, I said, don't you need good lighting? Because yeah, it was pitch said, black outside. Yeah, she's, yeah. You said so. You said, don't you need good lighting? And then I was like, yeah, that would be cool. Let me let me look around and think of a place. And then, and then you go, you go. I have good lighting at my house. And I was like, oh wow, uh, that's interesting. Well, I do have good lighting because I do all this media stuff, and yeah. so yeah, and so I mean, but I was probably being flirtatious too. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, yeah, no. that, that's cool. So I went and got a haircut, and uh, so, came walking into my house looking yeah, like a snack. Then I come down here. I'm just kidding, but uh, not. And she gives me the whole tour around the castle, and she, you know, sharing about uh, these beautiful paintings that she has downstairs and uh, just showing me uh, stuff about Nana. You were talking mm -hmm. about Nana like right away, right off the bat. I was like, mm, wow, like she, you know, like I was like, she's very open and just down to earth and just willing to talk about whatever. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, so we had that interview and I, and I think that was like, that was like very, um, what's the word? Very like, it, it was a big deal, yeah. right? It was a turning point in, in like where, where I was. I was like, I'm not looking to date, but th there's something and I'm feeling it, you know, but I didn't say it yet. Yeah. I was like kind of. You know, I was I was gonna give it some time, right? I I felt like we could like move with it like so fast, but I but I like in the back of my mind, I'm like I'm gonna give it some time and see what happens. Yeah, well, I think both of us were kind of like no way. Yeah. Like in the conversation, even I'm like mm mm, like there's no way. Like I am like I am a weak, 
divorced. I'm supposed to be single as a Pringle. He's <laughs> two days divorced. He's like, no It was like, the same day. Yeah, oh yeah, the same day of your divorce. Yeah. yeah, he comes over that evening. Like, literally, like, both of us were just like, nope, like, we, okay, we can have fun or whatever, but no, yeah. no, like, it's just not, not that we said no, of course we wouldn't say that because you want to put that into the universe, but both yeah. of us were like, mm, this, no. So, I don't know, after the interview, <laughs> I'm going to tell everything. You go ahead. This is a tell-all. So, after the interview, uh, we were standing around the kitchen counter, and we are just, you know, I have a big chatting. island, so my kitchen, my, my house is very open, and in my kitchen, I have, like, the big stove range on one side, then there's a huge island in the middle, and then there's, like, a big dining area, fireplace, like kitchen, like the big stools on the outside yeah. of the island. Like it's a huge, huge island. Mm -hmm. And we're standing <laughs> You're in front giggling of already. Great. <laughs> <laughs> we're standing there and kind of just chatting and I'm trying to make my way to the door because like, I don't know, you know, I don't know, like the interview is over and we're, we're having great conversation right and just kind of trying to make my way out because it's getting late and i don't know what you're doing to you know next day but i was gonna go sleep right and so uh it was like 2 30 or 3 it was really late it was late yeah and so and i do not stay up that late i know you don't i know well now you do well because we're gonna fix that yeah. <laughs> we're going to fix that this week so uh see so yeah, i'm trying to make my way out and it's just like I don't know if it was intentional or not. I don't think it was intentional. <laughs> but like she she was like blocking me from like from like making you know making my way out. I was, I was like, not blocking you. This is <laughs> He said I barricaded I'm him. Barricading me. <laughs> I'm half your size. How do I barricade you in the kitchen? <laughs> Like, I don't know, like, I was trying to make a step, and then you make a step there, too, and I was like, this is interesting, and, uh, and so, by the front door, we are just, like, we kept going and going and going, and, it, like, the conversation wouldn't stop, and it was, it was cool, like, I was like, you know, like, I don't want to stop the conversation, but I'm, you know, I'm already, like, showing that I'm going outside, you know, that I'm leaving. And, uh, so anyway, so then we kissed. It was so good. It was such a good kiss. I was like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. And, and so, and I walk outside and I get in my car and I'm driving home. And, uh, and then I was like, man, this, like, this is interesting. Like we're aligned on, on so many things. And it was just, I don't know. It, it was an incredible feeling. I was yeah. like, wow. Like the kiss was so good. And then I moved my hand to his chest, I remember, because he has such good energy. And I was like, oh, God, what is happening? This is, those, that's, this is that kiss people talk about. Oh, no. And then I close the door behind him. I lock it. And I have, like, this entranceway in my house because my house is set up like a big castle. Yeah. And I just stood there for, like, ten minutes, like, oh, my. Like, what was that? Oh no! Because I I did the math in my head. At that point, I knew he was 24, turning 25 this year, and I'm like, oh no 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 no! Like Jesse Lee, you only date men in their 40s. Like beep beep back it up. Like this is not like he is. Nope 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 nope. <laughs> I literally stand in my little 
corridor thing in my house and I texted one of my best friends and I said, I just kissed a 24 year old and he texted back, ha ah, oh my God, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and then I was thinking to myself like, but it was so, it was such a good kiss, oh my God, what do I do? <laughs> and so, yeah, I was conflicted, but like not conflicted because I was like, oh, that was magical. So that's kind of how it went in the beginning. And then uh, on my way home, I was like, wow, this is this is so cool. And I texted her, like, I texted you probably like 10 minutes after. Yes. I was like, thank you. And she, she goes, for what? And I was like, for, you know, for the interview and for the kiss and just, I don't know, it felt magical. Yeah. It was good. And, um, yeah, so. So, I now, think that, I mean, it's obvious. We have so much stories to tell. But I think it's important that everyone understands how to find your person. Mm -hmm. Because when I look at you, I'm like, that's my man. Like, and not in the sense of, like, I know you're my man now. But, like, you're what I've manifested with the exception of I always thought I needed, like, a 40-year-old or, or older. And <laughs> you're, like, an old man in your head anyway, so I love it. Um, like you're very soulful. Just in a young, young body. Young body, yes. Body. Here, I'll help you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and so, I've done something, and this is so I naturally would have very masculine, masculine energy. Um, that's one of the things I've been working on for years since I knew I was getting divorced, which is th almost three years ago now. Um, I had a Tony Robbins coach and she said, you are very harsh in your energy, you're extremely masculine, so you are attracting very feminine men. And I was like, I hate feminine men, like I don't want to dominate anybody, uh, like except for in business and in life, um, but I don't want to dominate my partner. And she's like, well, you're literally only ever going to attract these very soft uh, feminine men because they want your masculine energy. And I'm like, oh. Well, that cannot be like I need I need like a big strong powerful man and so hold on Wookie what are you doing just you can do it yeah yep yeah a girl okay so um, I was working with a Tony Robbins coach and one of the exercises she had me do which is probably gonna help a lot of you so if you're not already taking notes on some of the stuff we've talked about in regards to having a healthy relationship this is exactly how I manifested him so um, get out your pen and your paper, and this is your first assignment. This is so important, and I would do this all the time. Like, I bet you there's seven or eight notebooks in this house alone that have this exact exercise, and if I go through it, I'm telling you, it, it'll, it would freak everyone out. I'll find one, and I'm, I promise you, you'll be like, I would. It, it's scary how much it's him. So you need to get laser, laser focused on what you want. And like, it's okay to feel like you're being weird and selfish about it because it's what you want. So that does include physical characteristics, that does include, it includes everything, spirituality, emotions, physical, um, financial, all of it, okay? Um, mental, all of it. So for me, like if it's easiest, start with physical. Like I knew I wanted a man with a full head of dark hair. I don't know why, I just love it. I think it's like very attractive. I don't have to tell you. like. I like, I mean, I was gonna say looking down, but I like, like, I look up at you, you're very tall. Um, he's got such a good head of hair. Like, he, one of the first conversations we, the very first conversation, I said, You got good hair. He said, Oh, well, in Ukraine, my grandmother would say that when it snows, it's like I have, he said, like a hat on, right? Isn't that what you always said? Yeah. Like the snow? Yeah, like when it, it's so thick. His hair is so thick, it's, just like I mine. have my grandma's hair. Her hair is just as thick. And uh, so when it snows, like, 
and I'm walking outside without a hat. It just like sits there and then I walk inside and I look in the mirror and it's it's still there. That's how thick my yeah. hair is. So like I've got the same kind of crazy thick dark hair. But I always wanted that. I know I, I know I like dark eyes. I always have. So he has hazel eyes. I know you can't see it on a podcast. Um, I it's important to me that my partner is in good shape. You can't see him. He's in great shape. I like I don't really care about height. I never manifested a height thing, I won't lie. But he's very tall. <laughs> so he's kind of I'm just kidding. This is a PG program. Um, <laughs> but I know I've written down a great smile. Um, and then uh, it's specific about everything. Like I want somebody who's very developed. I want somebody that likes to go to events. I want somebody who grows. I've written down on every single time. And this is so important. I, he kind of said at the beginning of this podcast, but every single time I've ever manifested him, I've written down, I don't, this is exactly what, I'm, exactly what I've written down. I don't want to wake up and go our separate ways. I want to wake up and build something. Like, I want a partner. I want to be equally yoked with somebody. I don't want to wake up and be like, hey, babe, have a good day at work. Okay, bye. Like, yeah. I want to be like, all right, babe, let's go. Here's our checklist for the day. Like, we have got to do this, 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 this. We have to accomplish this, etc. Um, I knew I wanted somebody that had complementary skill sets. Like, he has things he's very good at. Like, I don't understand what we're doing right now. This is so much fancier than my podcast. But, um, like... I knew I wanted that. I love that he said he always wanted a powerful woman who was on stage and etc. Like I want a powerful man. I just do. I want somebody I see as my equal partner. Um, I even would write down things we would do together, like events we would go to, places we would travel together, um, like what my family life looks like. I mean, literally all of it. Like people joke, like, they're like, "Oh, it's so weird that you 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 say you're manifesting twin boys." Like I've written that down a million times. It's what I want. Like. So, and then when we had a conversation and he said something about our boys, I nearly like broke, I probably did break down, I cry a lot. But like, I was like, oh my God! Like I just, I can't, like every single little thing, like you have to get very specific. You need to know what she or he looks like. You need to know what their values are. I, you need to know how you wanna raise your children. You need to know what your business looks like with them. You need to know what your bank accounts look like with them. Like, is it okay for you to date a broke person? Like. It's not okay for me. It's just not. There's nothing wrong with that, but like, if it's fine, if it's okay with you, but like, I would, if he were in debt, I would not be comfortable. Like, period. I would be not, I would not be comfortable with the situation um, because I would probably feel like I'm more like his mother than his partner. Does that make sense to everyone? I hope so. Hope I don't sound crazy. Um, but whatever. That's just a fact. Um, and then, I mean, just everything. Literally everything. You have to write down religion. You have to write down, I mean, every single little thing. Um, how they speak to you. Their love languages, which we'll talk about in a second as yeah. well. Um, all of it needs to be written down. You need to know how you want to be loved by your partner in order to be loved by your partner. And then what I would do, this is so important, is cross-reference it. And this is going to be like a harsh reality for some of you, but some of you have probably written down, oh, like I want a six foot two, like a six pack, yeah, six pack, <laughs> gorgeous, rich, has, drives this car, does that, does whatever, you know, whatever your things are. Okay. You've got all this stuff written down and then you need to look at that list and be honest with yourself. Like, would that person choose you? And I don't say that to be rude because it's not rude. It's reality. Like, would somebody with the six pack with whatever choose you? It, it, because to have a six pack, you're living a life of health unless you're like a skeleton, right? And then I guess you have a six pack too, right? But like, would that, are you the, if you're looking for the vision of health and wellness, well then look at yourself. Are you an equally yoked partner? If you're looking for somebody who is, you know, wealthy, Okay, like look at yourself and you don't have to be wealthy, but are you working towards the steps of what it takes to accrue wealth? 
hmm, okay, or are you out there partying on the weekends, doing whatever? Um, drugs and alcohol, like non-negotiable. Like I am not interested in somebody who wants to drink every night. I'm not interested in somebody who likes to party. I'm not interested in going out and going to dance clubs all the time. I'm not interested in doing things that don't grow our life. So, and he, and he's the same way, right? <laughs> yeah. So like if he came into the relationship and was like, like came into my house that first interview and was like, Hey, do you mind if I smoke a bowl or whatever? I don't know. I'd be like, yeah, I do mind. And like literally the conversation would have ended probably after 20 minutes instead of three or four hours. Like just cause we're not equally yoked. Like I quite frankly don't even respect you the same because I know what drugs and alcohol do to you. It slows you down and I'm growing with you. I'm not trying to die. Like meaning like you either grow or you die. Right? So anyway, like all of that, write that down and then see like, where do you need to improve in your life so you can find that partner? Because mm. you can be praying and you can be mad. And I said, tell them all the time. Like I've prayed so long for you. It's ridiculous. Um, but and also I wanted to add to that, like when you, when you are writing down those, uh, things that you want, like you might write down, you know, all the, you know, like the physical description, right. And, and the material things that that person has or what they do and, and stuff like that. But also like, think about how you want to be treated. Think about who that person like inside, right. Think about what kind of family, what kind of uh, environment did that person have to grow up in, right? To become who you want to attract. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, uh, well, it's like some of our first conversations. Um, I, well, we would, we talked, we uh, talked, we were talking about stuff and I was like, no, well, I've never even yelled at anybody before. Yeah. And he was, was like, like what? what? <laughs> and I'm like, I've never yelled at a male or a female. I've never been in a fight. I've never screamed at a partner. I've never, like, I'm a communicator. Yeah. Um, and so I told him, I was like, I will never talk down to you. Like, I will never, like, quite frankly, that's abuse, right? Like, I will never abuse you like that. I will never make you feel this small. Which I'm like making like a finger thing, like a teeny weeny. Like, I will never do that to you because that's not fair to your partner. And I remember when I said it to him, he was like, really? I'm like, no, never. Like, I don't, I don't go outside of like this emotion range. And some people freak out. They're like, oh, well like you never get mad or like of course I give it about five minutes and then we don't talk about it anymore like I was really upset just the other night I'm like literally crying in his arms downstairs and then I was like okay <clears throat> I've given it five minutes it's had its time and he was like huh like and there was no yelling like I was just I was really upset and overwhelmed right. um but like knowing like again like I know some of the stuff he's been through like, he probably doesn't really want to be with a partner who screams at him. Like, you know, I don't know if anybody does, but like, I don't, like, I hate those memes or whatever where it's like, if she's not screaming at you, then she's not passionate about you. I'm like, I'm very passionate about you. I do not need to yell at you in order for you to know that. Like, I can communicate with my words like a big girl and let, or a big woman, <laughs> and let you know, like, how I feel. And I, I mean, I literally have never even... Like, I just, I don't understand, like, the sass and the yeah. degradation of people's relationships. Like, you wonder why your relationship starts to degrade over time. How are you speaking to your partner, and are you putting them first? Like, there's been plenty of times, and I, he's done it this whole time with surgery recovery, and then even before then. But, like, what sacrifices are you making for your relationship to make them feel important? Like, mm -hmm. he has sacrificed so much through this recovery in particular that the other night he didn't come home until, like, a little after midnight from work, it was like one in the morning or no, it was a little after 12 because it was 1234 when we left here. I was looking at the clock, but like we left here because he was hungry. He wanted tacos 
and I literally got out of bed. He's like, oh, do you want to come with me? And I like, I did not she want was, to. She was about to go to sleep, literally, like, and, and two I seconds. knew that you were tired, but I just figured I would ask, you know, just in case you wanted to go. You yeah. Know? And I didn't want to go because and I, I was really tired, but I said, yes, yeah. I said, yes, I'll go with you mm -hmm. because he's made so many sacrifices. And I think people think again, like our relationship for all intents and purposes is effortless, but things like that, like it meant as soon as I got in the car, even though I'm literally three quarters asleep, I could tell it meant so much to him mm -hmm. that I went with him and then that we waited together to get the food and that we drove back and like, I even was like trying to stay up when we got back and I still was there for our goodnight kisses and our gratitude, which we can talk about on a different podcast because yeah. that's a whole long thing that's amazing and magical we do. But like I still stayed up for all of it because time matters and words really yes. matter to him. And yeah. so, um, and I knew that he had not had physical touch in eight hours because he was at work. And so I knew that if I sat next to him in the car and had my hand on him on his leg or vice versa or whatever, it would mean a lot to him. I don't know why I went on that tangent, but yeah, you I know. love that. I love you. I love you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So think about who, like when you manifest that person, when you're writing down all those things, think about who you want to, who you need to become to attract that person into your life. Who, uh, like what are the things that you need to change about you? What are the things that, you know, you would be okay with, you know, with, uh, having in that person. So, yeah. And I got, I had a really good, um, like relationship tip from Eric Corey, who's like, he's one of my mentors and good friends. And he was saying that when you are looking at a romantic relationship, make a list of five things that are non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. Like, and then anything outside of that, negotiate. So for him, he's married to a Ukrainian woman. Oh my gosh, what are you? You're a Ukrainian man. Yeah. I love it. Anyway, um, and he had this whole list of five things, you know, and he's actually shared it before. It doesn't matter for this podcast purposes, but he met his wife, his now wife Marina in Ukraine. And when he met her, he was like, oh my gosh, she checks every box. Like she's this, she's that, she's da 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 all five things like flying colors and then he's like oh but i live in minnesota and she lives in ukraine mm. and then he looked at his list and he's like i did not put distance mm. as a requirement and so that's when he was like no i need to pursue this woman like this woman uh, she could be the love of my life like i can feel it i know it like this is this is it and now they've been married for a decade and whatever like have a beautiful life it's ridiculous you know crazy but like I think sometimes it's like you you're manifesting whatever and if it doesn't check all 683 boxes of yours you're like oh no like that would be like me being like oh no he's so perfect but you're not 40 like oh sorry babe like <laughs> yeah. how crazy does it sound so i don't know that would just be a recommendation but do you want to talk about love languages really fast um yeah We'll talk about love languages. And we'll <clears throat> so, talk about it in detail on another episode. Yeah, we'll talk about it in detail for sure because I think that this is a whole, you know, whole different topic for a different day. But love languages, I think it's such a big deal because, like, um, and I and by the way, I I was not aware of love languages until just February of this year. It's crazy. And and. I think for that reason, there's 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 so many things that 
there's so many relationships that are just not the way they you know they just just not the way they should be going because of people not being aware of love languages yes if that makes sense so um basically it's how you it's, like to be loved yeah like it's it's how you give love and, and how you receive love like if if love was a um uh, you know i think love is communication right love is just a uh you know a way that we communicate right just one of the ways we communicate and love has just like we t you know we're talking we're speaking english right now well broken english for me Hi, your english is perfect. <laughs> but uh you know but if if for example if we were speaking if i was if i were to start speaking russian right now you and should, all you know really is english Да, ты, ты, если ты не понимаешь по-русски, то тогда ты, ну, ты не поймешь моего, э, ты не поймешь, что я тебе говорю. <laughs> Does that make sense? So, yeah. exactly, right? So, like, what I, you know, you won't understand, um, you know, if, if I was, if I were to speak different language, you, you wouldn't understand my message. You wouldn't understand what I'm trying to communicate. So the same with love is each and every single one of us and every single one of you guys watching or listening uh, you have a primary way that you and your heart uh, gives and receives love right and then so there's there's a great book five love languages by Gary Chapman by Gary Chapman and uh, he talks about five love languages and so the five love languages you might be able to you you might already know Right, what yours is, as I'm as I'm calling the names, but um, I suggest everybody read the book and and kind of get clarity uh, for yourself and then also for your partner. My um, little quality time girl needed a moment. I can tell. Yeah, <laughs> but so the five love languages are uh, physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, giving, receiving gifts, and acts of service. Acts of service, right? So. For example, for me, like, you know, like we're we're both physical touch and words of affirmation love languages, and for me, like, I don't I don't really care if if she, you know, if she you know cleans the dishes right or or cooks right. I mean, I, I care, but it doesn't like it's it's not a it's not a make or break. Yeah, it's not a make or break. Like I'm totally okay with going and. Um, eating out, right, or going and whatever, picking up some food. Um, but but it's vital for me that she touches me. Mm. It's vital for me that we have the physical touch, right? It's vital Same. for me to, uh, you know, to speak kindly to each other, right? Because that's that's the way that we fill up our love cups. Does that make sense? Hundred percent. And I think that it has a lot of the reason. That's yeah has a lot to do with like why this was able to progress so quickly is those questions he was asking like the way I was responding and then vice versa when I would ask questions and he would respond like both of us our words of affirmation was like da -da 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 -da, which is why we had to ask like is this for real yeah. or whatever because it was just so deep so fast but like like he said if I if I spoke disrespectfully to him or like I do an appreciation thing every day for him and watching his face 
when I do it and then he does it back, like, oh my gosh, it's the best. Mm. Gratitude's at night, so I don't get to see his face, yeah. but I know how happy it makes him. Or like, when I stop and I say, like, um, yeah, like, or even if I just compliment him, like anytime I'm like, you're gorgeous, he's always like, mm, you know, like, he loves it, you know, or if I compliment him on anything, you know, you or- your face lights up to- Hey, it's because it's my love language. Um, and then like he said, like touch is vital to us. Mm -hmm. Like if his, if we are, like we don't care about quality time in the sense of I don't need to be staring him in the eyes all the time for him to feel loved. Meaning we can multitask a lot. We get a lot of work done on our computers, a lot of work done on our phones and we're, but we're literally like on top of each other. Like we are touching each other 95% of the time that we're together like and by touch me not it's not meaning like anything like I'm not sexual, making out all the time. You know what I mean like no touch is it's just something simple as like you know touching the shoulder like if you were walking by your partner just like you know touch their sh shoulder or like touch their hair like some something it's it's not necessarily you know me touching you down there or whatever <laughs> you know what I mean like because I think a lot of people think that physical touch is a lot about you know sexuality sex and just yeah it's really know. not like I love when he comes up behind me and just like touches me or when we were apart for three weeks when I was overseas like he had said stuff like I just want like I wish your hands were on my shoulders I was like what he's like you always do this thing where and then he like and I was like, oh, I didn't even know. But like, I, and now that he said it, I'm always like, I do touch like your upper back a lot. Um, but holding hands, you know, like we're texting with one hand maybe, but like we're on, or if we need both hands, we'll literally be like wrapping legs around yeah, each other. Like we'll touch each other's feet or, speed or, or yeah. like something. And then if I walk by him, like, you know, A, I, I'll, I tend to compliment him a lot and vice versa, but then I'll make sure to like stop by and like kiss his forehead really fast or, or whatever, kiss yeah. his hand or, it's you know, just do whatever. The little things really and like, because our love languages are the same, right? For us, it's like, we don't have to spend any mental shelf space on trying to think about how we should express love to each other. Does that make sense? Because this is the languages that we speak. Yeah. But like he said, like the dishes or the, um, or the, the food, like for some people that's make or break, like find out what your partner is. Like as an example, if your acts of service like you would go be like obsessed if your partner filled up your gas tank and you like came they didn't say anything but you like got in your car and you knew you were low on gas and it was filled all the way up like you'd freak out mm -hmm. i would be like i'd probably send a text and be uh, i'd send a text because i'm words of affirmation i'd be like you're amazing yeah. thank you so much for doing that i was in a rush i love you whatever but like again it would be my i would express my love for that through words of affirmation because like I feel fully capable of filling up a gas tank. Like it doesn't do anything for me, right? But like I will never forget the first time I got in my car and there was a post-it note in my center console of my Porsche <laughs> and I didn't know it was him. I didn't know it was him because we had been dating, we had been talking for like two weeks yeah. and there was this note in my center console. It's in my Instagram story because I just, I'm obsessed. It's in my highlights. But like, I was like, who is writing me love notes? Like, oh my God. I thought about it all day long. I was like, who? And I put it in my Instagram story. I was like, did you do this? And I did a poll and like a million people said yes. So I didn't know. And then I posted the second one I found and I'm like, who, oh my God, like what the heck? And then he responded with like, like a wink face or something. And I was like, ah, God, like I lost my mind. And now it's just something we do. Like my first note to him was not a post-it note because I was so overwhelmed with love and emotion towards that 
that note the notes he had written because I think he had written three or four before I'd written the first one I literally wrote him a letter and I slipped it in his pocket at work. He didn't find it I right away. Know. It was so good. I'm so sneaky. So <laughs> and then he had this huge, long, like, love letter to, to come home. And now we do the post-it notes all over the house, and we hide them from each other. Yeah. And the maid definitely stole one today. She, so she's so feeling I, love, I guess. Yeah. I, <laughs> I found one in the, like, on the top of the trash in the trash can, so I took it out. Oh, you found it? Yeah. She threw it away? I found the one that I found yesterday that I already saw. Hmm. Anyways. Anyway. But yeah. Um, but I think that's very important. I would do the test on five love languages. Like for someone, home. like if you if you're gifts, right? You you're obsessed with with someone making you a little flower from a napkin, right? You would be like overflowing with love, right? Um, but yeah. Love languages are a huge deal, and if you're still manifesting, if you're uh, looking for that relationship, I think you should manifest the love language. You should figure first of all figure out yours. what yours is, and then manifest the person with the same love languages because um, it's like it's, it's made so our life like so effortless. easy. I mean, it's it is effortful, but it's effortless. Does that I make like sense? Because we're like we don't have to think anything extra we're just we're just being us and we're just doing the things that make us feel good and by doing that we'll make each other feel great yep so anyways i think that's that kind of wraps up the episode and the future we're excited we're really excited we're really excited about uh, sharing more stuff and uh i think that we I don't oh okay <laughs> I know you're tapping my butt I wasn't sure is that like my no, nudge I, I was just tapping your butt okay your physical touch I know but I think that we like we're gonna be opening up a lot more about you know about different things but I think the best way to go about helping you guys because this is the focus we want we just want to help other people who are uh, kind of in the same situations who can relate to our stories who can relate to like what we've been through and what where we're heading right uh, so if you um, if you have some questions if you have some some things that uh, you want us to discuss and kind of share our perspective on uh, definitely reach out reach out uh, on Instagram Facebook whatever you can email us um, if you have to Definitely take a screenshot of this episode, screenshot of the show, and share it on Instagram. Tag us uh, on Instagram. Uh, share, share it with your friends. That way, uh, we'll be able to reach more people and help them as well. Um, sharing is caring, so don't be selfish. Oh, I love that. <laughs> but we love you guys. We appreciate you. We know what it's like to go through messy relationships and feel like what is going on in my life and so um i think we both have a lot of wisdom in general for that but also we're just developed people so um and we have to be very good in relationships even before it was a love relationship so um, i think that all of our skill sets in building relationships with, with people has carried over into our personal relationship which is why it's just been so magical so um we're here to support the good the bad the ugly we'll share everything there's been literally no bad or ugly except for the three days and then the three weeks that we were apart, which was bad because I missed him. 
Um, but aside from that, it's been awesome. And so we're really excited to share our journey with you. And, um, and we're excited to, uh, to answer any questions and serve as much as we can. So, yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for hopping on. And, um, yeah. Yeah. We love you guys. We'll talk to you next time. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Power Couple Radio with Jesse Lee. And Alexander Lozenko, the gorgeous man. If you got value, let us know by subscribing, taking a screenshot. And sharing it with your friends on social media. We, we hope, hope you go, go out there and make some, some love today. today. See you next time on Power Couple Radio.